G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, at a time when many of us are homeschooling our children and relying on state education departments to develop reliable platforms for our children to access the school curriculum, some concerns have arisen about the quality of the content. What we hope is that when our children are sitting at perhaps our dining room table with their laptop computer, that they won't be under attack from material that you don't expect to be there. Well, it pays to check on what your children are being exposed to. Wendy Francis is the Queensland State Director of the Australian Christian Lobby. She leads also the Centre for Human Dignity. She's already had to address issues with the Queensland Learning at Home website in her home state. Wendy's joining us. Hi, Wendy. Welcome to 2020. Thanks for having me, Neil. Wendy, it seems to be a wake-up call for parents as to what their children are being exposed to in the school curriculum because now it's coming into our homes. It really is. Uh, And can I say that most teachers and principals, I believe, want what parents want, and that is a safe learning environment for our children. That's what they, that's what most teachers and principals want. But they, there is also no doubt that there are militant activists who are determined uh, to introduce concepts and, and also just a plain flat out ideology that are anything but safe for our children. And that's become very obvious in these days. I imagine that for most parents, they'd say, oh, all of that stuff about, you know, ideological gender teaching, explicit sex education, surely that can't be happening in the classroom, especially for primary schools. Well, um, you wouldn't think so, Neil, uh, but certainly when it came to Queensland and we moved to learning online, um, so the Queensland Education Department introduced learning at home and it was a website helping students and parents to move from a classroom setting to learning at home. But some of the links that were on that uh, for resources, recommended resources, were exactly what you've just been saying. Things like um, how to sec- how to send nudes. Um, it was, and uh, you know, this is just quite shocking. But the the actual wording that I can read out to you is check out our tips to keep things fun and safe for everyone when you're exchanging nudes. Now this is this was um, absolutely shocking when I saw it and shocking to most um, parents and staff when I alerted them to it. So issues around sexting and how uh, in an encouraging way uh, teaching students about that Another issue to raise is the idea of uh, making these sorts of issues around uh, gender teaching all about being a little bit like a children's story. And we're talking about young children. I'm thinking of the gender unicorn, another big issue there for parents to keep an eye on. Exactly. So this make-believe character that they use as a diagram um, tells children that gender identity is how you feel about your gender. So students are told um, that they they may have been taught 
that male and female are the only gender identities, but that that is a binary view of gender and actually there are many different understandings of gender. And so our children are being confused and and this comes at a time when we're living in an age of confusion and I think it's it's actually quite cruel and to me it's, it's abusive to be introducing this type of um, teaching at any time but particularly when our children are learning at home and these are the recommended resources that they're being given, it's, it's quite unforgivable. Well, Wendy, some people will say ever since the same-sex marriage vote uh, gave homosexual people the right to marry that uh, this is all okay now. But this is not about same-sex marriage. This is about transgenderism. These, in some sense, are different issues. They may be represented in the LGBT uh, in so far as groupings together, but these are separate issues. But Australians didn't vote for this. No, they didn't. Um, but interestingly, our education minister here, Grace Grace, did link them. Um, she said, we've voted for same-sex marriage. We need to get on, and this is the next step. So she did actually link them in conference. But talking about um, concepts and, and lessons now that tell children that it is a myth to believe that they are born a boy or a girl, uh, that this is just, this is just crazy stuff. Uh, our, our children are being told that it is a myth to believe that they were born a boy or a girl. This is not just um, this is not just against everything we believe as, as a Christian that we were created in the image of God as male or female. This is going against science and biology. This is really in the in la la land. What about parents here, Wendy? A lot will say, well, I know this is the sort of stuff that's turning up on the screens of my children when they're studying at home and when they're studying at school, but I really have no power to do anything about that. What do you say to parents who are feeling powerless? Well, what happened here in Queensland is that we did we motivated parents to, to contact the education minister and also the shadow education minister and ask that these the links to these resources to be removed and and so many did that that's exactly what has happened so far here in Queensland. Not all of the links have been removed, and so I think there's still a lot of work to do. But we, I think parents need to be motivated to know that their voices do matter. Their voices do matter, and their children never before um, have children been more online. They're, they are more online now than ever before, and so I would say never before has it been more important to actually protect their Uh, Let's talk innocence for a few moments here because a lot of parents will say, I want my children to remain innocent. Others will say innocent is like ignorant and uh, there's some sort of perception that does seem to get propagated around the place that innocence is not a very good virtue. You've got to be open and embracing of all of these things. Innocence itself is an important word. What do you think about it? So sadly, throughout our lives, Neil, we are um, confronted with things that that do um, gradually, I guess, remove that innocence from us. What I would say is that children deserve their innocence for as long as possible. And what we're seeing here, like, uh, can I just give an example? Um, in uh, many of the listeners would have heard that in Toowoomba, a mother had bought a diary, a children's diary, from Kmart for her child and was horrified to find out about a week later that within this diary there were explicit sexual um, stuff. 
And and so we're talking about uh, a child who has opened up a diary, expecting it to be a child's diary, and and being confronted with things that are not actually appropriate for their age. So when we talk about innocence, when Jesus talked about innocence, he talked about coming to the kingdom of God as innocent as a child. And when we talk about innocence, we're talking about not not confronting children with things that they are their age is not appropriate to actually handle. Okay. Now, Wendy, if as a parent you see something, perhaps either the diary or you've got your children, they're learning in an online environment at your dining room table doing homeschool and you see something that you think, that doesn't look right. What do you do? Who do you talk to? Do you make a formal complaint? What's the sort of thing that you recommend? The first thing to do is to actually talk to your child. Don't pretend that they haven't seen it and try and not not pretend it didn't happen because your child probably has seen it. And if you pretend it didn't happen, then they'll think that it's something they can't talk to you about. So even with this, uh, the child's diary, I think the best thing for the mother is not obviously to open it up and go through it again, but to talk with the child and to work out what they have seen, what they're thinking about it, whether there's any lasting um, things going on in their mind, questions. Then children need to know that they can talk to their parents about anything. So the first thing I would do if something came up is to talk to my child, but then I would actually immediately contact the education department and see if I can get action there. But if there's no action that can be taken there, then we really have to motivate others to join us because it's it's numbers that sometimes um, get things happening. And that's when uh, an organisation such as ACL or Family Voices, a number of organisations like ours, but the Australian Christian Lobby, we can go in and there's a group of there's numbers and so then that makes a difference. But we can't ignore this stuff because... Um, it, it's too it's too important, and when we don't ignore it and we take action, we really can get results. And Wendy, we're talking about your experience that you've had to confront in the state of Queensland. Are you aware that in other states around Australia, the same sorts of things are appearing on children's school curriculum? Absolutely, because they, we all know that the safe schools came in and then there was a whole lot of controversy and a lot of it went out, um, but it has crept back in in every state in different ways. I know that there is things going on in the Northern Territory that we're pushing back on. Certainly in Victoria, uh, much of this stuff is compulsory as well for children's learning. And so in every state, there are issues within your children's education and it's, it's never been more important for a parent to know what their children are actually learning and be part of that learning process and be aware that there are things within that curriculum that are going to be incredibly confusing for them, if not causing lifelong damage. Well, Wendy, always appreciate your insights into these things as they develop and your warning for concerned parents about issues facing children while they're learning at home. Wendy Francis is the Queensland State Director of the Australian Christian Lobby and she leads the Centre for Human Dignity. Uh, You can go to the website acl.org.au and uh, you'll find a link there uh, where you can be connected with Wendy Francis, acl.org.au. Wendy, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us today on 2020. Thank you as always, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 